<laughs> it's your boy. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. It's the kid you already know from Queens. Always here repping New York's very home. I go by the name of Kevin, or you could call me the sauce, but really I think we're about to go with church now. We definitely decided that you're gonna be church. Nah, yeah, nah, it is, it is. But you can call me Kevin. It's cool. Um it's your... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's your boy King Jules, and you're now tuned into episode 208 of your favorite podcast, that mogul talk, that sauce, that daily inspiration, your source for the business world from the millennial perspective. Uh, yep, yep, and just know guys, you know, uh, we trying to build just as much as you're trying to build, so we, we go in... We teaching you the things that we learn every single day, man. And that's a fact. Every day is a lesson learned. It really Remember, is. no L, L's don't exist, only lessons. That's so true. It's a fact, man. Um, and that way, you we always got we always have a step forward because we don't want to go backwards. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know what I'm saying? Niggas be going backwards sometimes. I feel like there's a lot of when people go backwards. I feel like it's the pressure. The pressure is what make, makes them go backwards. Because we feel we got feel like we got to overcompensate and do too much sometimes, you know? And I feel like also people... And you know, the, w- the way you uh, uh, bring that up is perfect with, like, the Cardi shit. Like, people always want to bring people's past up yeah. in order because they're insecure with themselves. They're like, oh, I hate this person and to make me feel good, I'm going to release this video or remind people of this video that came out three mm-hmm. years ago to, um, and bring up your past. And if you bring up people's past, like... We're never able to, like, grow. Like, how am I supposed... I'm not the person I was, like, five years ago. And that's very um, true. I'd be damned if I was the person I was five years ago. Like, it'd be it'd be crazy. And that's what we all want. We, you just, know, we just want to grow. Uh, Plants grow. I find it very interesting. Uh, people were asking about my thoughts on uh, the Cardi situation. And um, the only thing that comes to mind that made me laugh was that they... There was a meme that I posted on my Insta story, <laughs> and it was like Bill Cosby asking like Cardi if she wants a drink or something. She's and like, Nah, let me buy you a let drink. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> and um, honestly, I feel like one or two things happens, especially in today's society. It's like there's always the double standard for one, and we pick and choose our battles because we have nothing else better to say and do with our time. Like, like you said, this shit happened with Cardi B like five years ago, you know, um, realistically speaking, bro, niggas do some dumb shit on a regular basis. Like, let's not talk about the fact that rappers was out here drugging girls, abusing girls, doing all this crazy shit. You know what I mean? Murders, murdering, shit that they talk about in their Um, rhymes. And I'm not saying all that shit is okay because it a hundred percent is not, um, but, like, we forgive all those rappers for living that life. And Cardi B being a Latina from the Bronx stripper, like, that's another underground life. Like, the gangster life is an underground Ground life, life yeah. that exists in the hood. But the stripper life all over the world, that is a, you know, like, a crazy-ass lifestyle where bitches are out here drugging people. You know, it is get it how you get it. And it's not right. Mm-hmm. It's not right. But I'll be damned. I'll be damned if you compare this you got people out here putting hashtag surviving Cardi B. Like, I, like okay, both drugging, Bill Cosby and um, Cardi B, both drugging people. That's wrong, okay? That's where it's 100% the same. But one was raping bitches and one was just robbing people. Like, that's a cop. There's levels to this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. There's robbery, murder, rape, child rape. Like, 
there's levels to the shit. And I'll be damned if you're going to compare those things because one is a complete monster and one is the person that you love and made her music number one. So stop trying to fucking tear her down when y'all built her up. I mean, I... I, I agree. And this shit is hip-hop. It's hip-hop. It is hip-hop. Like, but this... I think, too, where we got to kind of, like... Cardi made... We all make bad decisions, no matter yes. what. You know what I mean? And you have to make... People don't take it as, like... When you hear your favorite rapper or your favorite singer or your favorite person, star, telling a story... Art reflects life at the end of the day, and these people are telling a story as it unfolded in their lives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so cliche that you know when it comes to rappers, that story can be the greatest hip hop song of all time. Yeah. Versus this story of Cardi B is not the greatest hip hop song of all time. Because and people want to drag it, yeah. but people like a little like I said before, people are always trying to find something to say and do when they have nothing else better to do with their time. Like. Where Cardi B was not on anybody's radar. But I feel like that's also what comes with the fame is that when you make totally. your bad decisions at a younger age, those decisions are most of the time going to come back to bite you because there's always somebody trying to bring you down and trying to resurface and trying to capitalize off of what you have. And that's like, she made that decision to talk about it on her live, but somebody yeah. found it a reason like, you know what, let's capitalize off of it. And like we said before, media controls everything. Media is always looking for a new cycle. They're always looking for something to talk about, always looking for something to spin. And of course, let's find a way to make an example. And we always, the media and society always love to make an example out of people of color like they made an example of jesse smollett i don't look at this point like i did a poll on my instagram i'm not sure how i felt about it you know what i mean i listened to both sides um i'm very neutral in it because like like i said some of the the, uh, the evidence wasn't adding up the Chicago PD's evidence wasn't adding up. His evidence of himself wasn't adding up. And I feel like that's where it combusted and that's why they ended up dropping it because it was was not making any sense anymore. Yeah, And you're yeah. just wasting taxpayer dollars. Yeah, and the point. judge was probably like, this person doesn't have any priors. Um, this is a non-violent case. Um, you gave us $10,000 and you did community service. All right, we'll just drop the charges. You know, that happens. Like, your first offense, sometimes you get a slap on the wrist. And he has lawyers, he's rich. They, they they made it, you know. He he was in the best position. You know, there is a such thing as celebrity privilege. And um, the bigger thing, though, is that, like, if you see how um, Ron Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, um, is out here livid, mm-hmm. flabbergasted at this. And so are the, uh, the, the CPD, Chicago police. And they're like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. Ron Emanuel, his brother's Ari Emanuel. And do you know how Ari Emanuel is? He's the person who Ari Gold is based off of. One of the biggest um, film Hollywood agents in all in this whole industry. So that's it for Jesse. He's done because Ron Emanuel, the mayor who's tight, is going to tell his brother, Ari Emanuel, like, mm-hmm. yo, make sure this nigga don't get work yeah. for a minute. It's going to be for a minute. Um, that's a double-edged sword. So he's like, he's tight. Um, but like, I, if you look at it in the lens of like, yes, we didn't, they didn't want to spend taxpayer money. was his first offense. Non-violent thing. You did community service, and we're gonna keep your ten thousand dollar bond. Mm-hmm. But it is fishy because if I was innocent, I'm not gonna let you keep my ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I'm not, but I, I don't got money, so I guess he's good. You know, um, if you're looking at that lens, I mean, it makes sense. It yeah. makes perfect sense to me. And I don't know why this Chicago police are tight because 
Um, and I don't know why people are tight because you're not tight when Chicago kills little black kids and then they hide the evidence or they go to the Burger King to try and get the video so no one sees it. Y'all don't get tight about that, but you're tight because this guy who faked a robbery um, because you don't want but who's to say, look bad. But like, I think, like, well, like I said, we don't, we don't know. know what actually the happened. Is, the case is We don't sealed. know. We do not know. If this is actually true, if he actually hired them, who he doesn't contract them, and that's why I feel like at this point, like people want to rise. They want it's a conversation piece right now, and yeah, people want to say like, I heard somebody even stretch it and say that this is the OJ trial of our generation. This is not <laughs> the OJ trial of our generation. Okay, <laughs> at OJ best, nobody good. gives a flying fuck about Jesse Smollett anymore that much, and about what happened. At the end of the day, like we went about our lives. We people weren't even paying attention to the trial that much. Okay, it only came to surface like because of who he was. Then they tried to charge him with like uh, these over excessive amount of counts for the actual crime. And then now the charges are dropped. So what do we do? We continue to go about our lives. And to be honest, that's what people need to continue to do instead of like investing their time in 100%. all this other bullshit. Like I don't. To be honest, if Cardi wants to go and rob niggas, I know niggas who rob rob people. Jay Z stabbed his own brother. Okay, let's not forget that. People right? want to bring that up. People, people want to bring that up. Pops be bring that up all the time. They so crack like and shit. You know. You know, it's like these people are products of their circumstances, and this is why when like. People, like, I hate when people try to, um, what is it, gentrify our sense of culture or whatever. Right. Because of the fact that it's like, we're, hip-hop is our culture. We are telling the story as it is. We're, art reflect, like I said before, art reflects life. These people are telling our, their stories. If they went, went out and they were shooting people and they killed somebody and they're telling the story because they, their story might help somebody else, then so be it. They might have served jail time. That problem is solved. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure as Cardi became grew up and became more an adult, and let's really be honest and not forget the fact that Cardi is 25. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, the celebrity adds age to you, but she's also still young. And five, six years ago in her career, she was 19. Imagine being 19 five years ago. What was that? 20, 2012, 2013? Yeah. No, five years ago is what? 2014? Five, six years? 2013, 2014. Imagine being 18, 19, Fresh out and living in the Bronx. In the strip clubs. Living, you're, you're, you're imagine like 18, 19. And I didn't graduate, 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 I graduated high school, but I didn't go to college. And now at 18, 19 years old, instead of being in a college situation like many of my friends, I'm out here stripping because I need to make money because I can't afford to live. And I'm providing, a, giving myself, a, a, creating a living. Like I said, I'm doing this. And now I'm making bad decisions. So yeah, you know what? I ain't have enough money to pay my rent, so I'm a robber, nigga. I I gotta do what I gotta do. You know what I mean? And like living in a hood situation, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. You and know? the thing is, like people don't want to like face the facts. Like y'all want to know, like the there's a dark side of fucking stripping. That's what the life. And if you can't handle the truth, like then what the fuck? Why do you, this is why you love me for being authentic. Now I do agree that like if you put it in the music, maybe it would have been different. The reaction mm -hmm. would be a little bit different. And maybe not like the Rick Ross shit, like when he said put the Molly in here and drink, she didn't even know it. Like we took Ross, like everybody Ross lost deals for that. Like and I feel that's right. Like who puts that in the in the fucking bar? Like you 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 can edit, you can delete that line and put in another line. Same thing with Rich Homie Kwan. He had like songs leak of him saying, like, I'm gonna rape the bitch. Like, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Like, that's wrong. And we get that shit out of here. But again, it's um there should be no double standard. This this is hip hop. 
Um, and this is life. Like, I feel like... And it's life. People do... Life, we yeah, play yeah. games with people's lives, you know what I mean? And, like, I really wish, you know, the news and media was supposed to help, you know, tell the stories, tell what's going on in the... Like, and going on in the world, talk about what's going on in society. But the media has become such a big business that we forget that people are human beings. And we're always so so hungry for a story that we forget that, like, we're living, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And, like, there's no perfect way of living. There's no cookie-cutter system of how you're supposed to do things and, like, what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to survive, you know? We're just trying to make it as we go. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much, man, um... With the Cardi B shit, like, um, this is hip hop. This is hip hop, and, and I always, I always like bring it back to that because um, it's the shit. Like Lupe says, it hip hop saved my life, and hip hop saved all these people's lives. Yeah, and it created a platform for them to be able to change their circumstances, and we glorify the come up. Like, you know, we glorify, we always look for it. Like, well, we're always looking for a story. We're looking for a, a good come up story. You know why? Because as human beings, we need that inspiration. We need somebody to look up to. We need somebody who to reference like, hey, you know what? I'm a stripper. I want to go places. Oh, shoot. Cardi B went from being a stripper and now look where she is now. I can go and follow that tra- trajectory. Or I see Jay-Z and I'm a young kid from Brooklyn and I'm going to follow his trajectory so I can get to where he is. Or me, jokingly, LOL, like, I went and worked that gap. Kanye worked that gap. So I'm going to follow <laughs> his trajectory or whatever. Facts. Um, that's, that shit still happened. Don't worry. You're going to be the GOAT. It is, bro. But, um, you know, that's what we follow. We crave, you know, a sense of, like, direction because we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what to do and how to do it. And we see so many people doing different things, and that's why... Why right now in the millennial age, you see so many people doing, trying to do so much, you know, mm-hmm. with their time. I feel like there's a sense of oversaturation that's kind of stunting the level of growth that we're seeing in society. Even in the music industry, like, I feel like the oversaturation between the number of artists and labels and collectives and all these different groups and people is causing the music industry to just kind of slowly die out, in my personal opinion, because mm-hmm. there is no progression. You know, we're not seeing anything changing. Like, hip-hop, I feel right now, is not progressing. There's no new nah. sound or developments yeah. that are co- causing us to be like, oh, our ears are wide open, and we're hearing that change, and we're like, wow, this is great. This is the next frontier. And we saw that with Trap, but like like we said on a couple of episodes, Trap is about to die, you know what is I mean? Is it not? Yo, if you listen to Gunna, even though this shit is hot, like, I fuck it, but it's only gonna be hot for now. Um, Nav, like, even though he just dropped his his album, Bad Habits, which I feel is one of his best albums, but it's also very monotonous. Like, it's just the same shit every single song. You're mumbling on the track. It's a trap beat. Um, we really gotta go in the direction of Lil Nas X, you know? Old Town Road. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm that. Kidding, but, I feel like... Um, but, uh... The oversaturation thing, it works for some people and it works for, and it does it for others. Like Future, when he drops his three mixtapes, Monster, Beast Mode, 56 Nights, the whole world was going crazy. <laughs> and then he dropped um, DS2, Dirty Sprite 2, which the whole world went even crazier. And then he dropped What a Time to Be Alive with Drake. Like he was going crazy. Then he dropped Purple Rain and then he dropped Evil. Like all in, in like a year and like eight months. <laughs> like, Literally oversaturated, but he was like on top. Like everybody was like, "Future March Madness." Like, but it's um, like, but then he's gone now. I say he doesn't do that anymore. He can't. Like, it I'm, helped him for that time to get hot, popping. I'm gonna do mad songs, and everybody's gonna know it's just gonna be straight bangers. And it worked for him, 
But that was only for that trap era. And he could tour forever now, but he just dropped the album, but nobody, nobody's really checking for future. I mean, I feel like the oversaturation doesn't have, like, you you can be out here dropping projects and doing stuff, but I feel like the oversaturation where the root of the problem is is that people keep seeing this, like, lifestyle and culture and that I, I'm, I feel like I could wake up and do it tomorrow. Like, I could wake up and do it and see, like, Yo, you're rapping, Kev. Mm, like, I want right. to go and rap. You know, that's where it's going because we're losing the sense of quality. 100%. And, and that's where I feel like the, the growth is stunting because if you come and you hear all this trap sound and you go... And, like, you like I could even equate this to, like, type beats on YouTube. You right. know, when people look up, like, I want a Mac Miller, Drake-type beat. Okay, I'm looking up a type beat. But I'm not even doing anything to create my own sound. I'm going after somebody else's right. sound and trying to develop myself into what they're already doing. And then now they got there's another person who has the same sound as me. It's like that's where you can go and put together like, oh, you know, uh, who is it? Like if you put Nav, who else? Like can you put in Nav's category that all have the similar type of sound? Uh, Nav, Gunna, Lil Baby, um, Lil Pump. Not really though. Um, uh, smoke perp sounds like fucking nav. Um, not belly. Um, a lot of people fucking not the YBNs. Uh, little little uh, little Mosey, fucking uh, little Zan. Um, Matt Ox. See, so you you hear that list of people that you just listed? Obviously, duh. Um, where's the diversity in that? They all, all those people have the same similar type of sound. Mm-hmm. Where's the progression? Imagine all those people aggregating music. They all have this fan base. And like their albums themselves from one to another or mixtapes have no progression either. It's all the same thing. Like there's no progression in their art either. Mm-hmm. And that's like, like, okay, you could start with your first thing doing trap shit. But yo, it's three years later. Like, Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing else inspires you. They, they, they. That's nothing what, else inspires you. When you do your, when you drop your first album, and it's always so interesting to see because they say you have your whole life. You have your whole life after to come. So your first album is normally your most commercial album, right? And then everything else after that you kind of explore. But if your first album is a commercial album, and then every album after that you drop is super commercial, and it has the same type of sound. Right. Where's the development in your your um? your art and your art and your actual music but and that's where where people get tight because they expect like i want a grammy but i'm still doing the same shit that i've been doing yeah. nobody's going to consider you for a grammy if you're still doing the same shit there's no progression there's no development there's no change and i love how you like the way you say that a perfect example of that is drake in mm-hmm. my opinion so far gone classic album like mm-hmm. amazing we all love that shit but it really is just the structure is i have these Half of it is going to be me singing, half of it is going to be me, me rapping. rapping. And I'm going to have like four or five consistent radio hits. Exactly. But it's all just me swag rapping. All he does is rap about like the money he has, the girls. And I say he really has no other type of substance. Like he doesn't rap about real shit. He doesn't rap about like minority problems, Canadian problems. I don't know. I don't know what Canadian problems are. Whatever. Then his, his first debut album, Thank Me Later, kind of the same structure. Nobody really uh, considers like that one of his best albums, but it is a good album as well. It has Over, Moment for Life. Um, then Take Care, considered his best album, but still the same structure. Nothing was the same. One of my favorite Drake albums, still the same structure, but all 
Um, and it, it no Grammy. He got no Grammy. No Grammy until no, this year. No number one single. Mm-hmm. And even through all all that, through nothing was the same. Through if you're reading this, it's too late, which is also fire. Through views, which I a lot of people think is bad, but it's actually pretty good. But same structure. Still, it took until views for him to have a number one song. Yeah, for real. That was one dance. All that, even though he had all the commercial success, he wasn't evolving. It wasn't until he made one dance, which I guess was the sound of Africa, you know. Um, and then he got it. He has a formula now with, um, with because uh, number one was God's plan, and number one also was um, uh, what the fuck is the woman empowerment song that he has on that just came out. I don't know. You lost me. Oh my gosh, bro. Uh, act nice, uh, nice for what? Nice for what? what? Oh, okay, okay. Nice okay. for what? That was, and I feel like now I feel because before I used to be like, does Drake have a classic song? Mm-hmm. And I would be like, the closest I guess is best I ever had. Mm-hmm. But even I don't consider that. That's not. I was like, that's not an in the club. You know, that's not a thriller. That's not a like. But I think now he does have that with God's plan. Mm-hmm. I truly do. I think God's plan is his in the club. And so it was nice for what? I think he truly but hit it with I that. I feel, no, because like, hey. And it, and with Drake, I, I feel like Drake has that same level of consistency where he gives you so many hits. It's like, you got nice for what? You got hotline bling. You got God's plan. You got best I ever had. You got I better find your love. The motto. You got the motto. That, you got, that, that also, hold on, we're going home. I would consider like a classic song of his, like a perfect classic song. Um, but bro, his whole album, he fucking has the motto. He has fucking um, over uh um, the song with fucking, uh, damn, man, I can't even think about Drake right now. I'm bugging. Kind of, I mean, realistically speaking, um, I'm OD bugging. Drake has so many hits, but yeah. see, like, they, 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 that's where, like, but he had no classics hit. Like, but no, but not even, I feel like not everybody who now, has a, I, wins a Grammy doesn't always have a classic hit. Your Grammy contention doesn't have a classic album. And I feel like for the longest, Drake was facts. so focused on being, I'm that guy that can gives you consistent heat every time. I'm gonna give you that radio banger, that song that's gonna that whatever you hear it, you know, it will change. It will, you'll just immediately react to it or whatever. Um, and that's when, we're like, where you hear him make his Grammy speech, he's talking about like, as long as you got people coming to your sh- shows in the dead of winter, um, going through snowstorms and this and that, you, you know, you made won. it. You don't, you don't need this. You don't need this validation. But like. For some people, they need that validation. That that Grammy Award means everything. That's the highest esteem award in your the sector of your career. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what kind of pisses me off with people who end up doing music who are not musicians and don't appreciate it. Because you got people and you got rappers who think because they make music that gets them to the Grammy Awards that they expected to win the Grammy Awards because who they are. And it's like there are people and artists that have worked their whole life to obtain what you're trying to get. Right. Something that you're getting because you have the clout right now and you got the major label backing and they're going to push for you to get the Grammy because of who you are and the single that you got. I mean, like, only two people, though, had one rap album of the year, album of the year, um, and it'd be it was Lauryn Hill and Outkast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those it took those two, like, who are actually, I feel, true artists um, to get that mm-hmm. Grammy. So, I feel like they rightfully deserved it. And they did the work to achieve that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, in, in that sense, like, they're definitely, they did deserve this, is what I'm saying. Like, they are, they should be grateful. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't think they're not grateful or bitter because they know what it took to get there. I agree. You know what I'm trying to say? I agree with what you're saying. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But I also feel you, like, nah, because, like, because Kanye has always won too, except now he likes Pablo and Jesus hasn't won, didn't win rap album of the year, but all his other albums mm-hmm. have. Um, but he, I feel like he deserves it. Her, when she won, she, I feel like she deserved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, those are people like Macklemore. I'm not know. equating. I'm not equating. You you can make good music and you can still deser- deserve it. You know what I mean? But I feel like that just that that sense of of like. I guess I don't care. I don't care. Like, Oversaturation is like the sense of entitlement is the word I'm looking for. Like yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. the artists and a lot of people have this sense of entitlement, and that's why we're kind of stressing me out with this sense of oversaturation because of the fact that like a lot of these artists think that they can walk in the door, that they get they can get signed to a major label, they'll have one hit album or one hit single, and then they expect all of this, and they feel entitled. They feel people definitely. feel. I feel like our generation feels entitled to everything we see these big dreams and we feel like we're entitled to it because like we see so many people around us in our age group doing it it's like this sense of entitlement is strong within me you know what i mean like i feel like i could be the next steve jobs because i know i know somebody who was able to do that and he's my age i see somebody visibly and i'm like you know what i saw it on social media and i'm like i could do that you know and that's where it kind of stems and it definitely from. is a barrier that a lot of people need to break through mm-hmm. like having that self that sense of self entitlement especially this day and age it sucks it does it sucks and, and like, we're the biggest we have the biggest fear of disappointment and that's why our age group fear and, of failure the fear of failure is why we have so much anxiety and mental health issues and depression facts. because of that we put so the much expectations at so many expectations on ourselves that kind of just confines us into this small little box and we when we feel like we're not doing and we're not getting to where we want to be we get so upset we get angry we get anxious and then that's where we feel like all right what's my next move well this is not working so let me try to do something else and that's where we why you see so many millennials hopping through different you know job sectors or hopping from different jobs or different career paths because they're struggling to find where they belong and they the pressure of them feeling like well, I see so many people around me doing doing this thing. Why I got to do it? You know, there's a rush. It's like, I got to do it like, right oh, now. it's like, I got to start a family. Even though I guess, I don't know how that feeling is now. But that's the pressure still on for a lot of people. I feel like, you know, women unfortunately have a biological clock that they got to worry about. Um, even though there's like freezing eggs and shit. But that's, not everybody has access to that. And all the pressure of like, I got to make my parents proud. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it falls on all of us, but... You always got to do, like, what I, I always think is, like, you know, you got to always look back at the blessings that you do have. Yeah, that's very um, true. Like, me personally, like, the fact that we have an apartment in New York City, mm-hmm. like, I, that's such a blessing that so many people don't have. Like, there's neither, neither our, our friends. Like, think about, like, yeah. how many of our friends are still living with their parents. And I don't knock it. You got to do it. It happens. Yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But we're we're blessed in a position where we can afford to do this, you know? Um, A lot of people can't, man. And um, even me, like, I don't have student loans. Like, whatever. That's a blessing that I look at. Like, it makes me, like, my expectation um, doesn't have to uh, put as much pressure because I have that, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you just look at your blessings, like, having even your, both your parents, like, Having a parent, some people don't have a parent. Mm-hmm. You always look at those blessings, like that's how I feel. Like you can remove that anxiety. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I I got can admit that, like, and I, Jesus, that's true. Um, 
I can admit that more recently that I've kind of been in that place and like it's it's tough, you know, because you feel like you got to do so much and you got to try really hard to like achieve stuff and you got so many people around you doing stuff and you're just like, "Well, what am I doing with myself? What am I doing with my time?" And it's like, "You know what? You got to take each day and each opportunity as a blessing." And, you know, sometimes it's hard to see your blessings and sometimes you know you got to have the right people in your corner to kind of like give you that wake up call and tell you like bro like i know it's tough but let me give it to you real like you're really blessed because look at the next person next to you you know they don't got the same situation you know what i mean and we're so concerned about like where we want to be in the future that we're not living in the moment and it's really where our biggest downfall is, you know what I mean? Like, you miss so many moments when you're caught up in your head, you know, worried about what's happening and what you can't do and why you, um, why you can't do it and looking at the other person. It's just like, your life is passing you by. That opportunity is passing you by. And, and it's only going to get worse, man. Once Apple drops them Apple glasses, my nigga, <laughs> it's a wrap. And we got the augmented reality mm-hmm. and we're just going to have a screen in our face all day. I'm telling you, but that shit is coming. And like, they're gonna, and they'll probably have, you know, your sexy ass glasses, but just with the Apple shit implemented, connected to your fucking (laughs) Apple phone. I'm telling you, bro, it's gonna be like, turn here, and like, you'll see it on the streets. Honestly, and like, I feel like, and then we'll never break from this. This sense of reality. We'll never break from, yeah, and one day you'll just take them off. Like, oh my God, I forgot what the sun was. Sometimes I have to do that to myself now, like, I wear my AirPods pretty much, like, all day, which I know is bad for you, but, like, at work, like, it is easier for me, like, I'm literally making, like, 100 phone calls a day at work, so, like, it's easier for me to just pick up the phone with my AirPods and go about my business, but, you know, sometimes I'm sitting there all day, and I'm just like, damn, why do I have these AirPods in my ear? Like, let me take these off, or, like, I also thought about, like, getting an iWatch, and I said the reason why I don't want to get an iWatch is, like, I don't want to be that plugged in technologically, where I feel like I can't like operate in a regular world. Without, like yeah. I said, I said to somebody who had an iWatch, I was like, "What do What do you do once your iWatch dies?" Like my watch, I've had this watch for two years. The battery hasn't died. Like it's pretty consistent. You nice. know what I mean? That's that analog sense. You know, like okay, you know what? I could throw my phone away. I still have a concept of time. You know, it's still a concept of sense of reality, and my, I'm not tuned in. But like. You don't have your phone, your iWatch is there. Another yeah. Your AirPods is there. Your 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 Apple glasses is gonna be there, you know what I mean? And like, yes, we gotta appreciate all these technological advances for what they are because they're giving us stuff that we didn't necessarily know that we needed. And it's helped us break and barriers. And it's helped us break barriers, like you know, like the, the technology in the Apple Watch that reads your heart your pulse and it tells you lives. when you know you're having a heart attack and stuff like that like those are things that are really great and i'm pretty sure you know like your glasses are going to have technology to see things before they happen but you know sometimes you just got to dial it black back and just live like in the moment stop being caught up in the technology yeah it's gonna be hard my nigga yo son and that's why i rose like i always say this like uh, i always say like this joke that i'm not gonna have kids but like bringing somebody to this world is going to be in that world is going to be worse than us and like surrounded by other shit they're going to be in the Wally world bro that shit's going to be crazy like the Wally shit is real one day we're always going to be fat floating watching TV or like in um in Black Mirror episode 2 of season 1 when it's the, mad specific when the, they all they have is the choice to ride on a fucking uh, electronic bike to raise money and then with that 
um, they can like watch TV and they go back into the little cube with screens on all four sides. And the only way out of that like cube life is to either do porn or like be a singer. And most of the people fail and just do porn and it's whack. Mm-hmm. And what well, that shit is gonna be real, bro. Like we're not gonna have enough choice. We're not gonna have choices to anything. It's gonna be live in this like mm-hmm. matrix. Yeah. Even though we might just be living in the matrix right now, that's a whole another conversation. But um, but one day we're just gonna be just too enclosed, too enclosed. It's a fact. Yeah, we just gotta kind of get out of that system. We like. gotta just leave America. Like I don't know because I mean other countries. They, they, we can say other countries have it better, but like I, it's, the grass is not always greener That's everywhere nice. you go. You know That's what nice. I mean? And people around the world, they might we might be super dialed into technology, but like it might be different in under, other countries and how they do things. And like I don't, we we need to make positive nah, change in best. America. America's the best. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like we also just need to just like down back Mega. from all that extra shit. Just yeah. take it easy. That's man. the last words Jesse Smollett heard before what? he got attacked. Mega. Maga. This is MAGA country. That's what he said. And he's crazy. sticking by it. <laughs> nah, I'm going to leave Jesse Smollett where he is. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, but um, yeah, nah, it's a beautiful conversation, bro. I, I enjoyed this. Um, we be hitting them hard. Yeah. I feel like this is getting very casual, you know? I feel like this... We, 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 we're trying out... A relationship? New, uh, yes. <laughs> um, we're trying out a new microphone setup, and it's actually been helping with the dialogue, you know? I feel like yeah, it's yeah, not I a dig lot of it. pressure. We're going to get another one that, like, um, so we can have two more people on it. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I'll enjoy that. And we can, like, go anywhere. Like, I was thinking, um, fuck, what the fuck was it? Like, I was like, oh, if we don't record today, we could record at Alexis Brunch on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we could just sit next to each other and talk during the brunch. There's literally, like, like <laughs> what, that's what I love about it. It is so portable and accessible and, yeah. like. You can literally go anywhere you want and just have it. And like, like I, I was trying to record. Like I said, if anything, we could have recorded before the uh, T Pain concert and met in the city at like Starbucks or something like that. Right, 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 right. Um, um but, but yeah, yeah. Um, we appreciate you guys for sticking in um, and listening to us. Uh, we are one major announcement. We are available on a new platform now. Um, you can find our podcast on Anchor FM. Um, you can also find us on the weareroundtable.com website and Apple Podcasts. Um, don't be forget to follow us on social media, Mogul Talk Podcast on Instagram, Mogul Talk Pod on Twitter. Um, you can find me at I am King Jules, and you can find my dog at No Church in the City. And he's going to be No Church in the City on all platforms very soon um, because he decided, and you heard it two episodes back to back, that he's going to be the church i have to but i got the new airpods engraved and they say at no church in the city so that's what people can find me wait you, you oh that's what you put on it yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's fire yeah, all right all right so so this, so this is real this is real in the real now i fuck with it all right, all right. but yeah thank you guys we appreciate it stay up <laughs>